You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host today. It's Casey Corbin. And thank you for joining us today on the podcast. But before we get to the podcast, you know what you got to do. Hit us up on all those social media outlets. Can you do that for us? Go over to the Twitter at TNWPod on the Twitter. Uh, Facebook, we are uh, Talking Wrestling backslash Facebook. You know, Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling. You know, we go through this every week. Instagram, we are talking wrestling podcast on Instagram.com. Uh, check us out there. We are on Spotify, so go listen to us on Spotify uh, and uh, give us a follow. And while you're there, give uh, Casey Corbin a follow and give him some love. Four CDs available for your streaming on Spotify. If you hate Spotify because of Joe Rogan or Neil Young, well, go to Apple Music because we are also on Apple Music, Casey Corbin and Talking Wrestling. Check us out there. Not only that, we're on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Give us a favorable review and a five-star rating, and we will appreciate you. So, with all that said, check us out, will you? Tell a friend. You like the show? Help it spread. Uh, let's pretend it's COVID. Let's give it to each other. Let's get everybody get it. Wouldn't that be the best? I think it'd be great. Also, speaking of great, my co-host right now, he's more than six feet away. He's in Montreal as we speak. So all the way from Montreal, it's Reese Turner. Live from the sun-washed shores of Montreal, you got me, baby. I'm here. Sun? There are shores in Montreal? I thought there it's was an just... island, baby. We're proud island people out here in Montreal. That's right. The, the islands in the stream. That is what they are. Um, yeah, and congratulations. Dolly Parton's going to the Hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. So, Dolly! Yeah. Good year for the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, not so good year for the WWE Hall of Fame. That only had like, remember they only inducted like three or four people. There was that was it. So, anyways, uh, yeah, it was like the Undertaker, uh, Booker T's wife, um, Vader, and then the Steiner brothers. So yeah, and then once they signed the Steiner brothers, we all know they told them they couldn't do WrestleCon. For the rest of the weekend. So they had to pull out of WrestleCon. And uh, dozens and dozens of Steiner fans were were upset. Because they couldn't get the picture with both of them. So with that said. Uh, whatever. I got a picture with both of them. Um, I do what I want. Yeah. So yeah. So here we go. Like, well, So okay. it's Folks. I don't know if you remember me. I'm Casey Corbin. This is Reese Turner. This is talking uh, wrestling. It's yeah. been three weeks since we've been on the air. Two weeks because I was on tour. One week because I left my recorder on tour. But now yeah. we're back together as one happy family. That's and it. and uh, you know, uh, 
he's I'm in Toronto, Reese is in Montreal, the town of Screwjobs, and he's on tour, and um, but here we are, and here it is, talking wrestling. Let's get into it. AEW, yeah. oh my God, AEW this week. I don't even know if the show was great or 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 good or average. I just thought um, there were parts of it where I was like, I don't like this. But there were parts of it that I thought were great. Um, what parts weren't you into? Well, where's Adam Page, man? He's the champ. Well, he came out and cut a little promo being like this. Hey, CM Punk, I'm going to beat your ass. And that's what I think, like, what I like about AEW is they don't trot the belt out to be defended all the time. That's what the TNT title's for. Exactly. But I do think the, the champs should still have a presence on the show. He did. He came out and was just like, I'm yeah, going to beat CM Punk's ass. But it feels like I haven't seen him for months. Where where has he been? What's he, he, he doing? He keeps coming out. He keeps coming out saying that. He doesn't he, wrestle. He's very repetitive. He Does, does he wrestle? Like, the WWE, oh. the title has to be defended every 30 days. But yeah. that's the, who's defending? They don't even tour. When is the belt being defended? This is the best. That's why it's like, honestly, I, I appreciate this again. I appreciate it becomes an event. Like how often do prize fighting boxers defend their title? It's not once every 30 days. That's ludicrous. Your body needs time to heal from such intense combat. And this is combat at the highest level. You got to give your body time to heal once. Like, wait, 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 wait. I don't disagree. I disagree with this because look at Sammy Guerrero can do two fucking ladder matches in one month, pretty much. Yeah, that's the TNT title. That's, I, that's well, what it's well, for. Well, that, to me, should be the title that matters because that's the one on TV. That's the one that's only that's, getting defended. The world title is... That's what Cody is, Rhodes uh, tried to do with the belt. It's the, world, the ace belt in the company. It's the one that gets fought for. Every, it's the TV title, baby. I don't like it. I think the champ's got to be defending his title more often. I don't... Adam Page has had how many title defenses this year? One, two, I think two. But yeah, that's okay. That's, that's not, not that's no. Every two that's, no, that's not good enough. That's not good. Enough. And not only how are these I guys? It. How, how are these guys making money? Like I don't understand with all these Aaron's big contracts, all these wrestlers. You know they don't tour. They barely do pay per views. You know they, they. I just I don't. They can't be making all this money off of two shows. They got to be losing money. Maybe it's a tax write off for. Somebody that's super rich, you know. Maybe it is, but anyway, wrestlers are getting paid. I appreciate how that they're they're running the championship program. I think it should be a rarity. It should because that makes it feel more important. If you trot it out every thirty days, it's not that fucking important, in my opinion. Well, look at like when Hulk Hogan had the title. Yeah, he never wrestled on TV until Saturday Night's Main Event, and then he defended it on Saturday Night's Main Event like once a month because those were. Saturday Night's main event were like the prelude to pay-per-views. Um, they did the build-up on the regular superstars and challenge and stuff like that. And then Saturday See, Night's main event. I don't remember event. that many Hogan defenses of his like double eagle belt. Like I remember he it's had before like, a the, couple... This is before the double eagle belt. That's why. Right. This, is, See, uh, yeah. this is the world title where he had the picture of the world on the front, not an eagle. And, uh, and, and, and what he did was... Yeah, on Saturday night's main event, every main event would he Hogan would be defending the title, whether it be the first like whether it be uh, against Morocco or Bundy or Orndorff 
or like before pay-per-views, all the storylines were coming out of Saturday Night's main events that would lead into WrestleMania. So yeah, but the market's changed. Of course, like, of course it has. But you know, I, again, I, I find that it makes it more special. Prize fighters don't defend their title every month. Like, when was the last time Tyson Fury had a boxing match? When's the last time you had a wrestling match? Well, exactly. Saudi Arabia? You're proving my point for me, you know? Well, Peak athletes need time to recover, baby. And if you're out here throwing buckshot lariats around, like like uh, party favors, you got to give your body time to heal. And I love it. Hangman's coming out. He's coming out angry. He's coming out for CM Punk. He's gonna. It's gonna be a good little tilt. Hopefully, he defends the title successfully against Punk, and then drops it to like a returning Miro or something. Well, now where is Miro returning? Where does he fit into everything? Um, I think he's been hurt, right? I hope. Well, maybe. I don't. I don't know. I never. Like wrestlers on AEW get used to them, and then they just disappear. And then it's like, where do these wrestlers go? And that. Then you know. Like Miro hasn't been, like Adam Page hasn't been on the show forever. It seems like, and he was on the show this week. I know he was on the show this week, but here's the thing: he's the Ties champion. He's never even on the show. Uh, you know, like I just uh, I don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, you know, like the Bucks have hardly been on the show recently. Um, they haven't been wrestling, but you know, been on the show. And then there was like so. So, anyways. But on the show this week, a lot of great things happened. Um, you know the uh, the 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 black what is it the black the black black lagoon black Donald Society? Who are these guys? The black uh, House of Black House the, <laughs> the Black Liverpool Boys. What are they? The no House of Black or the Blackpool Combat? The no. black the Blackpool Combat the Blackpool Combat Team is that what they're calling them? Blackpool Combat Club. Two WWE guys and another guy? Is that what we're calling them? Three WWE yeah, guys three and another guy? Three WWE guys. Well, no. A Ring of Honor guy, a WCW guy, and a WWE guy. Well, I see Moxley, and I see uh, Regal, and I see uh, Daniel Bryan. I see three WWE guys, and then this... Uh, <coughs> this... See, when I see Regal, I see a WCW guy. Well, fair enough. He was in WCW yeah. as well. That's it. Um, but, uh, so anyways, they're together and, uh, they're, they're beating up. Who do they fight? They fight, they fought in the first match and, yeah. uh, who they, who they beat up there? Uh, the Blackpool Combat Club, I believe, um, uh, I can't remember. It was, uh, yeah, exactly. It was two days ago. It was unmemorable. That's the whole problem. I'm Casey, to be fair, though, I'm a blunt and three joints deep, and it's 10.30 in the morning. I'm on vacation. I'm on tour. Now, okay, well, yes. Well, that may be <laughs> the fact, but I am clear-minded, and I uh, just watched I it 20 minutes ago. I will right now. How about that? No, the, uh, well, look at How about that? I can tell you, I can tell you, the House of Black stuff. Butcher, uh, Blade, and Angelico. Yes. Uh, whatever happened to uh, Angelico's partner? He got released. Oh, he got released? Or he didn't release. His contract expired. They okay. It. So fair enough. It was good, too. He was fucking sloppy, bro. Jack Evans got real sloppy. He busted open Preston Vance's face with that fucking 450. Like, he just looks perpetually fucked up in the ring. He looks like he's two quaaludes deep. Well, that's that's where that, it looks like Sammy Guerrero's headed in that direction, uh, especially after that last ladder match, which Scorpio Sky went over in, and, and I didn't see that coming. But, um, 
but great, here we great little tilt. But yeah, but here we are, and uh, and uh, here we are. Julia Black still wearing the eye patch. Everybody else that has been blown with the mist is normal. It's fine. But no, well, that's but not hers true. is that's still. Uh, Penta is now Penta Oscura. He's been Penta Oscura since that happened. Yes. Uh, but like Julia uh, Hart under her eye patch is starting to get bigger. That black mark is starting to get bigger underneath it. Well, and have you noticed that like half of uh, Alistair Black's face is now? Yeah, is now I also. Think she's just... gonna do that shit too. That's what's gonna happen, and then she's gonna turn on the poor, poor, beautiful boys, the Varsity Blondes. Yeah, those guys, uh, they got a lot of mic time this week, and uh, I, I think that's the first time they've had any mic time. And I'm, it might have been just because uh, Jim Harborough, NFL coach, was in the audience, and that was Brian Pillman Sr.'s college roommate, if you yeah, can believe they, that. Like, yeah, they, they <laughs> Brian Pillman Jr. gets a lot of shine when something comes out around his pop. Like yeah. when the Dark Side of the Ring episode came out, he got that little push. Or when they're in Cincinnati. Yeah, little push. Yeah, against Moxley, he got that push, you know. And then, yeah. so here we are now. And and the, the varsity gang, they're getting a little push, and uh, it looks like they're going to be they're trying to maybe turn Julia Black into the 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 House of Blackness, and uh, and we don't know whether she's going to turn or not. She wouldn't use the chair. She's going to turn. It's coming. It's just like they. What I what I like about AEW is they're very long term with their storytelling. They know not to rush it. Like everything takes a lot of time before it happens. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Like it bothers some people, and I can see why it would. But I appreciate it. I like long-term storytelling, and I think that they do that fairly well. Oh, I I think so too. I, I'm I'm all for long-term story long long-term storytelling. Um, yeah, indeed. Uh, now there were other matches as well. Obviously, and I'm jumping all over the place. Uh, you want me to? I can keep us in line now. Well, well, hey, Ray Phoenix is back. I think that's Buddy, the most important. Thing. I I love Ray Phoenix. I am super happy that Ray Phoenix is back. He's one of my favorite people to watch. And what a first match back by himself with another just high flying prodigy of a young man uh, with uh, Dante Martin. Yeah, what a match. There yeah, were times where they were both flying through the air and they weren't even hitting each other. What is that about? I loved it. Like, oh yeah, one guy would go to jump at him, the other guy would jump out of the way, then they'd both jump and just go different directions. You're like, <laughs> what is going on? It was uh, an insane match, but uh, Ray Phoenix is back and that is something fantastic. The whole wrestling world can rejoice. But, yeah. but, it, but what's happening is... Now again, we're we're back. Is is Penta gonna be okay, or is Penta gonna join? Well, like I don't know. Like if you pay is attention, death tri- yeah. is Death Triangle gonna be okay? That's yeah, what I, I hope need Death to know. Triangle's gonna be okay. But one thing you look, I, I like to watch when I watch wrestling is you, you got to watch their costumes and shit because they you got to watch their their gimmicks, you know because. That's that gives away a lot about people's characters and like you know how Alex Abrahantes, their little manager boy, was dressed up like the ghoulish Abrahantes, you know? Yeah. But lately he's been wearing a half black, half white outfit, and Ray Phoenix comes back wearing the all white getup. And Penta is still Penta Dark. He's Penta Oscura right now. 
So what's going to happen with those two fellas? Like, you know, spy like, versus is, spy. Is black going to grow like spy versus spy. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. And, uh, and so, but is Penta going to like, cause death triangle, it seems like to me, if there's anybody that's going to step up to the house of black, it's uh death triangle would be my lead faction to do that. And then of course, uh, blood sport English people soccer stuff. Stephen Regal and the that's fancy the gym. blood pool of liver liver. I love it. Whenever they're on the air, when he starts talking about Excalibur and he refers to him like the man in the mask, you know. <laughs> yeah, I love him. Stephen Regal, what a fucking get! What a get! We also oh, like had a promo that they cut. Did you see the promo they cut? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That it was, was such great. a good promo. It's like we don't stab you, we'll run the knife down your face. Like it's like, ooh, you're a violent, fancy boy, Stephen Regal. Um, do now the uh keepers. Uh, what was the other thing I wanted to bring up? Was uh, oh, do you think that Adam Page is going to beat CM Punk? I would like him to beat CM Punk. Now, that's a big deal. I would like him to beat CM Punk. I don't want CM Punk to take the belt from anybody. Like, Daniel Bryan couldn't do it. CM Punk shouldn't be able to do it. Oh, I don't know. Well, well the, again, well, no, we we're going to find Daniel out. Daniel Bryan couldn't do it. He didn't do it. No, you know, he so couldn't. I don't think CM Punk should be the one that does. Interesting. So you think... You know, I think the person... It should, be a ba- it should be a heel. It should either be a monster heel... Or somebody who goes over by being a piece of shit, like fucking MJF or something like that. All right. Yeah, yeah. Now, That's what it, it should be, either one by a duplicitous tactic or by just somebody who just comes in and just like this, I'm going to break you. If he dies, he dies. So you want Miro to come in and win the title? I do. I want Miro to come back as like the redeemer, and I want him to break Adam Page. And then like even have another redemption story where he comes back Maybe Kenny Omega comes back. Uh, I, I don't know. There's so much stuff that could happen. You know, I'm very excited. Um, so, so we have uh, a contract signing happening next week in Long Island. Um, the greatest MJF, on the planet. MJF and uh, and Wardlow are finally going to sign a contract to wrestle each other. Yeah. And uh, now, in case you haven't, mi- in case you missed it, Wardlow this week wrestled uh the formerly known as big Cass from yeah. enzo and Cass, and uh they did a good job they did a good job at making Cass look like a monster who could possibly beat wardlow and uh but wardlow of course comes out on top and uh, as he should and uh then he destroys every security guard from the building and beyond yeah. like just insane and then it finally gets to a point where MJF agrees, like, okay, you want a match, you got a match, but next week is the contract signing. Do you yeah. think there's going to be shenanigans at this contract signing? There's going to be shenanigans, man. Like, they're going to fucking, they have to handicap Wardlow going into the match. So they're going to, like, show him get the fucking piss beat out of him by MJF. Everybody in the pinnacle that was available that's still related to the pinnacle. So just him and Sean Spears. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, because like, who who else? Is, FTR, they're doing their own thing. They're in yeah. the uh, the the Bret Hart worshipness club club. There's that's that's a faction of its own. 
It's FTR yeah. and CM Punk, the men in pink, you know. That'd be great. They, uh, the, you know, they, the, the, uh, the, the Heart Foundation wannabes, you know, they'll, they'll bring in Harry Smith and the, the fixer faction, yeah, and, like uh, and then they'll get, uh, Bruce Hart to come and manage them because Bret Hart apparently signed with the WWE again. So, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? Um, have you been watching? Did you get a chance to watch WWE at all in the past week or yeah, Raw? I watched, uh, watched Raw there. Uh, caught a, a little, a little Raw. Yeah, yeah. Raw was uh, Raw was decent. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of. Listen, I love Cody Rhodes, man, and like I'm so sad that he got booed out of AEW a lot. But like, I even just watching him in WWE, he's just a man who really loves wrestling, and it, it's been like fun to watch. Yeah, um, something that I hate. Uh, that's been pissing me off is this Veer Mahan thing. He took forever to come, and now you're feeding him no-name jobbers all the time. It's so fucking stupid. Make him beat up people that you recognize on the roster. Like, you're trying to get Veer Mahan over. Stop making him beat up territory guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. have him, like, go into the ring. Veer Mahan should go into the ring and rip, like, somebody in half like he did to Dominic Mysterio. You know what I mean? He should... Like, take another face with a name and put them through a bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're they're firing people left, right, and center. How about yeah. you just have them, instead of get fired, just lose to this guy if you're trying to build them? There you go. You know. On the way out. Yeah, you're on the way out. I fought just... a guy named Burt Hansen this week. Burt Hansen. That sounds, it sounds like a magician. Wow. Now, the wonderful mag- magical stylings of Burt Hansen. <laughs> like the 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 fantastical Bert Handsome, um, I was uh, yeah. So so Seth Rollins, um, his character is so over the top, and uh, I think it's just great uh, what he's doing. I think there's a lot of great things that are happening in the WWE right now. Um, you know, as far as the bloodline goes, I'm all about the bloodline. I love the bloodline. I love everything going on there. Usos yeah. uh, trying to double up with their titles. They're trying to get all the gold in WWE. Um, I love that Oscar's back uh, and right in the middle of things. Now all we need is Bailey to come back. That would make me happy. And yeah. uh, you know, because when I look at the women's scene over in uh, over in in AEW, um, I don't think Thunder Rose is a good champion. I don't think she gets it done. I just think she's holding that title for who? I don't know who. But Yeah. I pref- I like Thunder Rosa. I think she's a scrappy lady, but once I think the the women's division gets a little bit deeper, like you can't keep the belt on her for a 2 2 2. Do long. look it. When she came out and did her promo last night, did you buy her as the champ? You no, know, well the problem was that she stumbled off the top. Yeah. You know what I mean? Looks that like was, that belt's that, a little too heavy for her shoulder. Yeah, like she, she kind of, she, and I wish she didn't stumble off the top, but she did. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the thing is, is I just think, uh, I, I think Britt Baker is the perfect heel, uh, the best heel girl in the company. Although, um, you know, Red Velvet is now a bad, is now a baddie. She's, she's on the heel side. I love uh, that faction, bro. That faction is so the baddies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still think they're doing a great job at at um, surrounding 
Um, my God, I'm forgetting her name. Uh, I want to call her She-Hulk. Uh, Black China. What's her name? Um, who's the TNT female champion? Jade. 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 Jade uh, why am I blanking on fucking her name? You're getting older, Casey. You know, I am. Older. It's these early morning podcasts. I'm not even awake yet. I usually, uh, I usually sleep at this time. No, I'm not. But, um, but yeah, yeah. So, so, anyways, um, the iconics are gone. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still devastated that uh, the iconics or. Uh, I don't know what they called them in Impact. The, the the inspiration. The inspiration. But the Iconics got the inspiration to leave wrestling. And I'm putting it on Impact. I'm putting it on Scott Demore, Scott DeLess, as I yeah, call him. a bad time working for you. They quit. Yeah. Like, seriously, you put the belts on them and they still didn't want anymore. Uh, Cassie Lee says she wants to go into... Uh, acting and being a rom-com, uh, you know, I don't you know. Can't what... with that accent, bro. You can't be in a rom-com with that accent. Oi, I love your face. Now give me a hug. Like, <laughs> crazy Aussie. Look at maybe there's a rom-com that you're forgetting by the name of Crocodile Dundee. Yes. <laughs> you call that a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, and that was a rom-com. It was a love story. He walked Isn't over the pe- he 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 his girlfriend, the girl, the love interest was all the way in the subway in New York City, and he was trying to see her. And then the people lifted him up, and he walked on their hands like a kiss video. And he walked on their hands to get to the girl, cause um, cause the New York City people wanted it to happen. It was a beautiful, beautiful rom com moment, so it can happen. <laughs> But not to Cassie Lee because her rom com is with this guy right here, and I ain't no perfect ten. I'm a perfect four, all right. And hard four. I'm a hard four. Yeah. I, oh, I get hard four. I can't see still. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'm just saying. Uh, look, it. There's a lot of rumors out there flying around, and there are rumors that that the Iconics might be coming on our show, and Very just just right. not even do the show. They're just going to be a part of it. They want to be a part of it. They want to be in the Casey part Corbin. The they want to be in the Casey Corbin business. They want to be in the talking wrestling business, the talking rom com business. That'll be my new show. I'll follow them to rom com land. That's amazing. Oh, you know who's in rom com? Roy Scovel. I'm going to tell Roy Scovel to put Cassie Steele in a goddamn movie and make a goddamn rom com. Do it, and you guys, and, and say like, I want to be in it. I want to be in it. Yeah, I, I'll be in it. Me and Billy Kay will be the, the couple on the side that wants the couple to get together. Billy Kay is pushing for Cassidy to get in there, and I'm pushing for Rory to get in there. And Rory, he was in I Feel Pretty. That's a rom-com. And he was the male lead in it, and he did a good job. So he could gladly take Cassie Lee and teeter-totter her through rom-com school, you know? Because <laughs> uh, Rory Scoville is like Owen Wilson light, you know? You can't get Owen Wilson, you get Rory Scoville. And you get him being a goddamn rom-com with Cassie Lee, and you can come on talking wrestling and talk about it. That's the plan. Talk about it. Look at for more information on this. You think <laughs> you don't think it's going down? It's going down. When when this episode drops, you go to our Instagram page. Go. You you know, and you will see me and the Iconics, and you will see we are all smiling because we might have struck a deal. I'm not going to say how it's done. It, the deal could be done. 
it might be done. I don't know. But you're going to go to the Instagram page. You're going to see the picture. You're going to be like, oh, my God. This now is iconic. Casey yeah. and the Iconics. And no Sean Spears in sight. Thank you very much. He can be the chairman of the board. And the board is nowhere near the Iconics rom-com future. <laughs> so, you know, let's let's do that. Let's let's get Meg Ryan to come and manage them. And Meg Ryan amazing. can walk What's through rom-com. What's she not up to anything these days, eh, Meg Ryan? I don't know. She's all rom-commed out. Um, maybe get like get maybe we'll get uh you know Goldie Hawn to teach rom com school, you know, or some of these great rom com actresses. Legendary. What, what's that Jennifer Lopez doing these days? Is she still out there? What's she oh, doing? Oh yeah, no, she's getting married to Ben Affleck. Oh, ben, the commercials. Oh, I love Ben Affleck. The Affleck. Yeah, he's great. Um, so uh, with that said. The Iconics, I just want to wish them well. I hope they, they find out what they're wanting to do. And, uh, yeah, and I hope they, they succeed. They always have a home here. They always have a home here on Talking Wrestling. And I will say that at time and time and time again. Um, now, uh, this weekend, uh, we yeah. got a, there's a big card coming up in, uh, in town. Harry Smith, Harry Bulldog Smith. Harry Boy Dynamite Harry Kids, Davy Boy Smith's kid. He's uh, he's iconic, and he's wrestling. He's going to be in Toronto, and he's wrestling Eric the Red Beard. You know from the uh, the Wyatt family, uh, oh, Eric, Eric Rowan. Rowan. Yes, yeah. well, he's no longer Eric Rowan no, because he's Eric Redbeard. yeah, Red. he, big, now he's big, just big, Eric Redbeard because that's it. You know who he Eric is, Eric Bigbeard. And he's going to be uh, wrestling Harry Smith, uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr., uh, Baby Harry Bulldog. Uh, the last, the last. I was going to say the last uh, Heart Dungeon graduate, but technically Natty is still out there is wrestling as well. So there's there's two of them out there wrestling, and uh, one will be in Toronto uh, at the on on uh, on on the Danforth at the old. A church on the Danforth, and where Greektown used to run, and uh, it's OTT wrestling, only the toughest wrestling. So go to uh, onlythetoughest.com and get your tickets. Uh, tickets are a reasonable price, and I'm sure uh, meet and greets will be available at the show. And the show is uh, this Saturday night, uh, I believe, at seven o'clock. So check that out. Um, you know, uh, we had Donnie Da Silva, the Godfather of podcasting, on a few weeks back, and uh, it might have been the last episode because we didn't do a few weeks back. But um, yeah, we had him on. He was talking about it. That's happening this weekend, and then next weekend, Destiny Wrestling, Kevin Nash in town, Reese is going, Walter's yeah. coming along, yeah. and and I'll be there too. We are going to go meet Kevin Nash. We're going to go see Channing Decker. We're going to go see uh, Alexa Nicole. We're going to go see the Impact Champion, Josh Alexander, I believe, is on the show. Uh, You know, the new Impact World Champion. So there is a lot going on with Destiny Wrestling at the, the Don Koloff Arena. People, indie wrestling is back. And it's in full force. Super Kicked is running downtown. 
there's a, a lucha, a triple, like a lucha show happening in the next couple of weeks. Um, it, it, we're back in full force, baby. And, uh, and I think it all, you know, I just think it's fantastic that there's so much wrestling going on right now. And uh, it's time to start getting out there and getting out there to some of these cards and uh, throwing out the, 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 you know, the P, uh, the TNW swag. And that's just us, the way we walk and the way we carry ourselves. And, uh, you know, and uh, we got to start talking wrestling about the wrestling that we see. And I'm excited for it. I am excited for it. So, because I have you, man. RVD versus Channing Decker was a great match. I'm, I can't see, I can't wait to see what Channing Decker does next. And I yeah. think, and on, on the sad news, uh, the dark side of wrestling has been canceled. It's been, it hasn't no, been, it's not been canceled. It's it has just, been renewed. Not yet. Yes. And also, uh, more sad news, uh, the Dark Order's Stu Grayson's contract seems to have expired as well. He's been removed from the AEW roster page. What? Wait, what? Are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah. How crappy is that? That, like, a team that was so, again, this these guys are AEW originals. These guys... Cody brought in these guys. Cody was yeah. the one that found these guys up in Canada. And I don't know, like, on on their own, uh, Stu Grayson, you know, he was, he was, like, one of the biggest guys the Dark Order had. I don't understand how they can let him go or how they can afford to let him go. I know. And, and then... He was a great talent, too, watching that dude work. It was always a pleasure. Well, him and Evil Uno just had a special uh, chemistry together as the Super Smash Brothers. And, right. uh, you know, the more the Dark Order uh, grew, the less focus it became on the tag team that was in it, that started it. Yeah. You know, before, yeah. the Dark Order were a bunch of guys that made a throne for, Dar- for Evil Uno to sit in and Stu Grayson to stand behind. But, you know, over the, to be honest, I think the Dark Order has been lost for a long time now. And, uh, well, since Brody Lee died, I think they've had no direction. And, uh, you know, Evil Uno is kind of the guy. But, uh, you know, I just feel bad for Stu Grayson. I feel bad for Stu Grayson. Where does this leave Uno? Does Uno. That's what I think should happen. You know, I think they should start. I think Smart Mark Sterling should start to like talk to them and they should become the baddies as well for Jed Cargill. And they become part of the baddies section. Well, that would be something. That would be something. See, and I wish we could talk to evil Uno and ask him what's going on and how does he feel about his tag partner, uh, being let go or not renewed. And, uh, but unfortunately, uh, when I did talk to him at WrestleCon, he said that uh, any interview requests had to go through AEW. So I found that uh, I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." That's I. F- I feel like that was a polite brush off because um, we got Cole Cabana, who's also in the Dark Order, who's yeah. also well, in maybe, AEW. Maybe it, it's super easy to get them through AEW, though. You just have to put in a request, and maybe there's just like, "Oh, here you go." Maybe, or maybe you could just do it without AEW the way Cole Cabana does. Um, speaking of Cole Cabana, 
he was on the Young Rock this weekend. I don't know if you've yeah. seen the Young Rock. As the Brooklyn Brawler, bro. As the Brooklyn Brawler. And he put in an Emmy-winning performance. He was fantastic. The only criticism I have, the shirt was not dirty enough, and he needed a cigar. He was missing the cigar, and the shirt wasn't dirty enough. Aside yeah. from that, a brilliant performance. And as soon as I saw him, I was so excited. And then, because uh, this was a great episode. This is where The Rock uh, is in 96 now. He's doing his first WWE match. <coughs> And here he is going up. He's in the dressing room, and the Undertaker's there, and Hunter's there. And somebody they cast Hunter Hearst Helmsley without a big nose. How how is that even possible? Um, who else was there? The Iron Sheik was there. Uh, showed some of Mankind was there. I thought the casting on Mankind and the Undertaker was not that great, but I always like the you know like the Hillbilly Jim, the Macho Man. Uh, the Iron Sheik. So many of the wrestlers are so well casted, including the Rocks. All, yeah. all of the Rocks at all of the ages. And uh, it was a great episode. It was a lot of fun. And so basically, uh, it ends with, and this might have been the last episode of the season, but it ends with the Rock going to Memphis. And uh, the, Vince McMahon's like, you got any friends in Memphis? Any place to stay? And he goes, yeah, I got family there. And then he ends up in a trailer park in Memphis with downtown Bruno. Uh, yeah. And because uh, he spent time with in Memphis before, living with his dad, uh, when his dad was still touring. I love The Young Rock. I uh, I think it's a sample show for Dwayne Johnson to put his feelers in if he could run for president. Because I think yeah. that may be in the back of his mind because the guy can do anything. Um, you know, and at the same time, I uh, I just think it's great because it's it's uh, it's fun to watch. It, it's about wrestling, and it's one of the best wrestling shows that have been out there. That it's out there, and it's one of the only like not a lot of wrestling shows get two, three, four seasons that are yeah. that that have the wrestling as the main storyline. Heels is going to got a second season. Uh, Young Rock has two is got two seasons. Uh, Glow had three seasons. Uh, was supposed to be a fourth, but the pandemic killed it. Um, you know, uh, but other TV shows that involve wrestling, they haven't been so lucky. So, uh, I think that this is great that, uh, Young Rock, I hope they do another season. I don't know where they could go. Well, they just, they go all over the place. They tell different stories from different times of his life. They just sort of... One week it's he's young, one week he's old, one week he's really old. So um, I just hope they keep up with Young Rock. So I don't know if you've seen it, but I recommend it. It's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. You know, on Peacock. Hey, um, is this show evil, WWE evil? I can't find it on the network. I think it's just on Peacock. Is that a thing? Is that for real? Do you know anything about that? I think that? it might be a Peacock exclusive. I don't know. The fucking peacock exclusive, that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> the uh, there's so there's so much wrestling. I still have to watch too. I still have my uh, War of the Worlds DVD compilation nice. that uh, that I got from uh, a Ring of Honor show that I went to. Um, they're still talking about FTR and the Briscoes. Like people are still talking about it. I don't understand how. Um, 
the Briscoes can be like how Tony Khan doesn't keep the Briscoes. Like to me, that is just what are you doing? Like, you know, and what are we, what what is happening with the Ring of Honor? I, you know, um, Mercedes, uh, she won the title or she defended her title. Now it looks like she has two titles. I don't know what's going on. Um, is Ring of Honor going to be a regular part of AEW? Is it going to be separate? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And yeah, it's, uh, no. it's crazy. And Tony Storm now is over there too. And yeah. uh, she's in a group already. And uh, yeah, it just seemed like there was a lot this week to take in on AEW. Yeah. And uh, maybe a little too much for me for two uh, for two hours. Uh, you know. I don't know. I, I thought it was a, there was a lot to go on, but you know, it was a decent show. If anything, there was a couple too many segments, but yeah. Was I, now I, Dan Housen? Is he put? Did he put a spell on Hook, or what happened with that? No, Hook, no, he he tried to. Uh, <laughs> he didn't, and then some. Uh, they got fucked with, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm going to curse you!" And then uh, he thought his curse was working on somebody else, but it's just because Hook was behind Dan Housen. It was funny. I I hope Hook Housen becomes a tag team. Hook Housen. Yeah, that sounds very German, and uh, I hope, I hope. Hookhausen can can cross over and fight Walter. I mean Gunther someday. Uh, that would be interesting. Gunther is getting finally getting a good run on WWE television, uh, on regular Raw and SmackDown. It's good to see them bringing in some new blood into wrestle uh, the guys they already have. Um, Drew McIntyre, you know, obviously doing his thing. Uh, you know, they they got a good bunch of guys there. Uh, you know, it is what it is. It's uh, it's all wrestling. Um, what do you have planned for this weekend? Uh, tonight, uh, I'm over at Baba and Zazu's in Montreal. Ooh, that sounds uh, good. T- tomorrow night, I'm doing a weed show at the Green Room Oka. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. And then Sunday, I'm at the Laugh Lounge in Ottawa. Oh, the nice little laugh lounge down in the market. Yeah, that's, it. that's great. So, what do you got going on this weekend? Well, I got going on. I might as well wind this up. Uh, I got going on this weekend is uh, is wait. Is there anything anything else that we're forgetting about the wrestling that we could be talking about that we haven't talked about that we should be talking about? No. Well, okay. SmackDown and Dynamite tonight. Well, SmackDown and Dynamite tonight will be great. Uh, I, I love. That's the best one to punch. I mean, SmackDown and Rampage. Like, yeah, you get the two hours of SmackDown. Again, three hours for a Raw. It's too hard to sit down for three hours and yeah. watch a whole fucking Raw. But yeah, for, for that three hours of Raw, you get a whole 32 minutes of wrestling. So Yeah. So then you get you get the... But SmackDown is perfect. I love SmackDown. I love Pat McAfee. Uh, you know, uh, if you ever want to see something funny, uh, Pat McAfee and his cast... They recently discovered Kraft uh, peanut butter, mm. and they're going nuts for it because it's better than any peanut butter in the states. Peanut butter in yeah. the states suck. Sucks. Uh, you know, but peanut butter, Kraft peanut butter is just iconic. It's well, it's as tasty as the iconics. I'll say, you know, like I look at those two little bears and I look at those two iconics and I'm like, yeah, I love them both. <laughs> so, you know, I don't even know if the Kraft peanut butter bears are even a thing anymore, but I think they are. Oh. Uh, uh, there used to be an iconic song called uh, I Love Rock and Roll 
by the way, Joe Jett also going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. And as a craft peanut butter bear. And well, there was well, there well, hey, craft peanut butter used "I Love Rock and Roll" in the '80s as one of the songs. It was like, "I love craft peanut butter," so get another slice and put some on it. I love. <laughs> and the bears had like guitars and big glasses on, and they were rocking out. So uh, there's that, and um, yeah. So watch that clip. It's very funny. It's them going nuts, and. Uh, Oh, jeepers. Speaking of clips, I watched a clip of Enzo More being interviewed by Simon Miller from What Culture. And, oh, my God, Enzo was like, first off, if you haven't seen Enzo lately, he looks more like Carrot Top these days. Like, he's uh, pretty roided out. And, uh, anyways, he's going on talking about how great everything he did was written by himself, unlike The Rock, who has had writers for him. It's like, who cares? You're not The Rock. Like, he's trying yeah. to say he's better than The Rock in the promo, and he's saying he's the best there ever was. And it's just like, you're such a piece of shit, you know? And the, but in the <laughs> comments, everybody loves this guy because uh, I don't know why wrestling fans love chanting with wrestlers so much. Like, you know, I get it. It's a fun. lot of wrestling fans just really like being told what to do. Yeah, well... You know, and you can't teach that. They love saying stuff like nursery rhyme. They should be a, a wrestler called the nursery rhymer, and every or a wrestler called Doctor Zeus, Doctor Doctor Zeus death or something like that. And he comes out and he does a Doctor Zeus poem every fucking show that everybody can recite with him, and then they cheer like Adam Cole. People can't wait to say, baby, yay. What, it, why, why? What's the big deal? No, yeah, I, I get it. it. I get it. When yeah, I was I a kid, it. New Age yeah. Outlaws come out, and it's so much fun to be like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D Generation X proudly brings to you its tag team champions of the world. The Road Dog Jesse James, the Badass the bad Billy Gunn, the man. New Age Outlaws. And if you ain't down with that, we got two words for you. Shut up. Okay. Yeah, suck it. Um, you know, yeah, it's obviously fun to to sing along, to do sing-alongs, but, like, uh, I just, Enzo Amore is just too much. He's just too much. I can't take him. I still think about the guy that uh, snuck into Survivor Series and tried to hijack the show from the WWE and got torn, like, he was standing on his seat, and he had his mic, and he was cutting a promo yeah. during the show where nobody was paying attention to it. Like, Big Show, I think, peed himself in this match or something. Nobody was paying attention to it. <laughs> but the best thing was a woman security guard came and yanked him down off the chair and dragged him out. That's and it was like, yeah, you just got dragged out by a woman. Not that there's yeah, anything yeah. wrong with that. But I just think it's awesome that Enzo thinks he's such a big-time deal, but all it took was one woman's security guard to remove him from the Staples Center. And then the next day, they had his picture all up like he wanted. Billy the Kid. Yeah, reward. Don't let him in the Staples Center. Like, <laughs> And then at WrestleCon, this guy, he's just making the move. He's making the rounds, and he's smoozing. But he doesn't have a table to sit at for people to go up to him. So I saw him and Cass were doing pictures with fans and just taking money from them in the middle of the aisle. Yeah. Pieces of garbage. Like, 
just if you're not if you don't have a table, don't charge money for pictures. Just take a picture if you want, but don't charge money. You fucking exactly. piece of shit. I just think he's a piece of shit, and those are a couple reasons why. Uh, big, big cast got a little more respect for Big Cast, but he's got to be upset that uh, his ex Carmilla is now married to Corey Graves. So yeah, you know is. that is what it is. It is what it is. What it, what it is. Uh, this week, tonight, tomorrow night, I will Forever. be in uh, Oshawa. Oshawa, Ontario, outside of Toronto, and uh, 7.30 shows uh, both tonight, Friday night, and Saturday night. Um, also, uh, next week, uh, I'm trying to think about where I will be next week, but I could always just tell you where I would be next week. Uh, but let's just check the calendar here. <clears throat> calendar. Next week, I'm in beautiful Niagara Falls, Ontario. Are you Camp really? Cataract. With the Friday the Thirteenth spectacular, with the boys from Perfect Bite. Oh, I'm not anywhere next week. I'm hopefully I'll be at the downtown Toronto club. I'm going to call in for that. Uh, I am not anywhere. I might. Uh, John Doerr is in town uh, May thirteenth. I might go see John Doerr. Uh Yeah, but May fifteenth, we know we'll be at the Don Kovlev seeing Kevin Nash, Big Sexy, Ooh. and I cannot wait because. Uh, I went to see Big Sexy at WrestleMania. He was having a thing called Shenanigans, and he wasn't there. But he bought everybody a shot to feel bad because he wasn't there. And I want to go tell Big Sexy, thanks for the shooters at Gillies in Texas because I was at Shenanigans. <laughs> and uh, I had so many of your shots that I tried to pick up Nia Jax, but that was impossible. So, She's the best. Yeah. I love Nia Jax. Yeah, she's with somebody too, I heard, but uh, yeah. it's not me. So, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, so that's where I am. That's where you are. And you, the viewer, should be right there listening to the rest of this episode as we wind up uh, on behalf of Never Sleeps Network, myself, Reese Turner. Thank you for letting us put a headlock on your ears. And uh, we will be back next week, we promise. Next week, talk to you more. Talk to you wrestling. We're going to tell you all about meeting Kevin Nash, and further news on whether the Iconics will be showing up for real or not. Hey, folks. Uh, so, yeah. Enjoy watching wrestling this weekend. Get out to the OTT wrestling show uh, on the Danforth on Saturday night. Um, I do believe they're doing a show in London, Ontario on the uh, Friday night. If you can get to that show as well, go to that show. And, uh, yeah. And watch a lot of wrestling, and and that'll be cool. So on behalf of Never Sleeps Network, Reese, myself, uh, thank you for letting us put a headlock on your ears, and we will be back here next week to talk at you next week. Until then, later. <laughs>